Today's episode of Simply King is brought to you by faith. Faith in you. Faith in your fellow man. Faith. Sold everywhere. Go get you some. Si el ritmo te lleva a mover la cabeza y empezamos como es. Mi música no Welcome, 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 welcome to the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you've just tuned to the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is an interesting one. It has been, you know, I wanted to, you know, start this one by saying first, you know, pray for all of those you know, who have been harmed or afflicted or affected, which all of us are affected in, you know, either directly or indirectly by the, the na- you know, natural disasters. But all the people who have been going through all these hurricanes currently with Puerto Rico going through some of the worst things right now, not only, you know, nature, but also a political structure that seems to not even be supporting them as well. So my prayers are out to you. I hope, I hope that everyone find some type of solace and find your family if you've lost them find you know start to mourn if you haven't started to start to get things right and hopefully go back to the new normal as soon as possible starting to adjust as soon as possible um a news breaking story just happened um within las vegas um there was a gunman that shot and killed around 58 people, according to the New York Times, from the Mandalay Bay Hotel into a kind of a, uh, I think it was essentially like a festival, kind of like a concert space, and wounded over a few, wounded over a lot, uh, in the hundreds. No, no specified, I haven't found a specified number that seems to be the same, but I think they said about five to 15 injured, which, you know, could have been from, you know, being trampled, you know, grazed, it could have been a lot of things, but he had a very rapid fire um, weapon and um, SWAT team eventually got him down. And and I think, you know, it's so sad that, you know, people can't even be in a place of enjoying themselves um, and just thinking that they're having fun, having a good time, and yet something happens. It was uh, at a country music event. That was a three-day country music, I guess, festival. And the concert goers, I think they definitely didn't expect the, the weekend to end up to that point. So I, my prayers are out to those people as well. Um, and all the people who've just been going through these, you know, natural disasters, hurricane season was a was a doozy this year. It's usually, it's always, you know, sad to see. But this year it was, you know, something that was very newsworthy because it was a lot of people who were heavily affected in these very, very, very major cities um, that affected so many people a large, large number of people, but this shooting was something that's not natural. It's not, it didn't come from nature. There is a person to blame. There is a reason. There is a, all those things. So that, uh, of course, I can't do anything about the weather, but when it comes to things like that, we definitely got to nip that in the bud and figure out better solutions to keep people safe and certain things you can't plan for, but this is something that definitely should never, never happen. But I'll, be, I'll come back to that and revisit that. But um, no, I'm not going to revisit that. I'm going to spend a majority of this conversation talking about something better, something lighter, something a little bit more fulfilling. And 
what I will say is, you know, I find it interesting how in the past few months we've had white men kill more and harm more Americans than any brown person. So, as I tweeted earlier, will the real terrorist please stand up? Please stand up. And for the terrorists who already have platforms within public office, get out. Leave. Because you're not doing the right thing. You obviously already have interests that are not suited to do what needs to be done. So forget it. Leave. But I want to take you guys back. Take you guys to a better place. That better place being 2016. <laughs> 2016 was an interesting year for a lot of reasons. It was better because we didn't live in a time where we were, the whole year at least, didn't have a Trump presidency. We, we, it was an interesting year. It was the last year of our most loved president in history, Barack Obama. But also, I wanted to highlight in this episode something that was very, very interesting about last year. And that's a specific album by Solange Knowles. And that's A Seat at the Table. A Seat at the Table came for people who may have not been real fans. came around essentially, you know, a few days ago, September the 30th, exactly was when it was its release date, and took the world by storm. Because for people who aren't fans of Solange, people who may have came to, you know, the awareness of Solange and coming of history, people who may have was interned and fell off, people who might have just thought she was just Beyonce's little sister who, who just, you know, took cute pictures. Solange has always been an interesting force of nature herself and the amount of energy that she put into this piece of work was something that was very well meditated, very well planned, and very well needed for the culture. This episode, I want to talk about that a little bit. I want to highlight some of the things that I believe are very necessary in what she was talking about. And it's, you can unpack so many different layers, but the things that I feel like mattered the most to me was I just want to talk about. So bear with me as I talk about this beautiful, beautiful album that we all love. And if you haven't heard it, ask Patrick, how is that rock that you're living under? Because this is an album for the ages. This is one that is going to be, this, I'm saying it now, it's an instant classic. This is our What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. This is our generations. This is a, a truly encapsulating the time that's going to always, until there's anything different, be, it's either going to be a reminder of exactly where our place is within society or hopefully a reminder of where our place was in society. Hopefully, you know, this is just a, you know, a time capsule of where, you know, us vying for that seat at a table and hopefully, you know, in the coming of decades we can sit here and listen to this and and think about it in a set place of growth and it makes us happy because we We've earned and got that seat. And it wasn't given to us, we took it. Because being given to it, being 
it being given to us is still has some sense of like power within it as if it was a gift, as if we were allowed to do things. And that's not the purpose of this album. That's not the purpose of us being in this world to just be asking for things and to keep this very, you know, strange respectability. But let's talk about the album, shall we? It's first I wanna talk about the obvious, the musicality, the the amount of effort, the effort that she put into these things, you know, the different singles that she came up with, but also visually were so captivating. They were so synthy, they were so, you know, had a lot of different, you know, jazzy moments, a very soulful moments. It was exactly what we needed because it was something that was different, something that was not, it was not in our, in our scope. So it was hard to be, you know, that's what I think made us stand out so much because from a musical standpoint, sonically, that was something that we did not have, that we did not even know we needed until we got it. The same year we had, you know, several other great albums that came out. 2016 was a great year for music, you know, with her older sister dropping Lemonade, um, as well as Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino, um, as well as so many, so many different, you know, great albums that came out from rap and R&B. This one holds a special place, I believe, in my heart. And Think that you know the fact that it was very different but it still had so many different layers of just blackness in it is what made it very very beautiful and very cultured so the blackness of it let's start there she had songs such as for us by us had songs such as mad had songs literally had master p interluding in between every track. Had her mother come and talk about, you know, how she's always known, she always loved the blackness that we are, and loved being black, and always known that she was black. And it's interesting, and that, that is a nuanced thing in itself, her being, you know, from Creole descent, being from New Orleans, and being all these different things. And I think, you know, it shows a lot to, you know, that a woman of her stock and of her, her heredity that she, you know, she can make those statements and speak that, you know, that pride because I think there's always a little bit of um, interesting, you know, uh, opinions about people who are fair-skinned who, you know, who are extremely pro-black. With the help of, you know, Rafael Sadiq really kind of championing through, through this with either instrumentation or vocals or whatever he contributed, it really had a real interesting flow and I think that's how you always really, I think those make really good albums, is when you have a consistent team throughout and especially if you have a, a partner who can really truly drive what that is. But the blackness of it is so beautiful, it's so, it's so great. Songs like Mad, which gives you all of this, you know, this angst and this, and this very soulful, soulfulness of the explanation of anger, explanation of why I'm upset, why this world makes me upset, why the society puts me in the second class place and I'm upset, I got a reason to be upset, and, I ain't, and I'm not gonna stop being upset until I get something, until, I, until something changes. With a great feature from Lil Wayne, 
I think it, you know the song itself is you know self-explanatory, but I believe that we need to not be not to bring down and and essentially try to police ourselves and not being mad and you know to not be afraid to you know act on our emotions because we don't want to seem like the black the mad black person or the the mad black woman specifically that trope is always you know something that a lot of people have to you know deal with and a lot of people try to police because it's like oh you don't want to be screaming and yelling at somebody in public you don't want to have to you know put somebody in their place at work you don't have to do all these different things but it, it gets to a boiling point where you just got to say something and I think that was this was a song that was very interesting and very smooth that still showed it but it had a bass to it that kind of still brought the the vibrato that I believe you need when it comes to you making that point of I'm serious as hell I'm not playing no games and I'm tired I am tired of the bullshit then you have such things as then you have such things as don't touch my hair which you know was which was a single which was you know um, had a feature as well about Samfa, who has, you know, very, very unique, very unique um, vocals. And, you know, and just, it's just, and the, and the visuals behind it made it even more beautiful and very, you know, it really captures a moment and captures your mind and you can't shake but to think about the visuals and think about the sounds and think about just all these different things, which are very, very well shot and very well, well done by Solange's husband. And one thing that I loved about it more than anything is being a man with hair, I have had to deal with this microaggression all the time. I have to deal with, you know, people wanting to come up to me and touch my hair and ask me questions and kind of, you know, just do the most. And and it gets it becomes annoying. It gets it gets you to the point to where you just don't really, you know, understand why people just can't just leave you alone. But I feel like, you know, just reading the lyrics, just in the first verse, you know, don't touch my hair when it's when it's the feeling I wear. Don't touch my soul when it's the rhythm I know. Don't touch my crown. They say the vision I found. Don't touch what's there when it's the feelings that I wear. And this is real, because I tell you, you don't even got to be natural. You just got to be a living, breathing human. And if you are stressing, if you are going through anything, your hair is going to show it. Your hair will literally fall out if you are sitting here worried about something that you haven't dealt with. And that is a beautiful way to show exactly what it is. And when you have locks, imagine that to the 10th degree. If you are stressing, your hair will fall the hell out. This ain't nothing but a collection of dead hair placed in and placed into tight coils. Some people are bigger, even tight, big coils, whatever it is. But you got to take care of you. It's a reminder of, you know, I don't need your vibes or your spirit kind of, you know, trying to enter mine because this is the energy that I put into it. This is what I've done. You know what I'm saying? You don't go up to no woman with no nice fro and try to pet her and try to smush down her fro. You know how long it took for her to get there right there? You know what I'm saying? She probably been put the whole kitchen in her head just two, three days ago, you know, had a twist out, wore that to work, or wore that under a scarf. You know what I'm saying? Had to wrap her hair up two, three times just to get it right. Lay down her edges. Had to do so much, so much work. And now you want to just come and put your nasty hands on this very, very clean, 
very maintained hair. And even if it's not natural, you done sat in that chair, you done got them braids done that was tight as hell by the circuit, was losing circulation off of them, and you got you a nice good human weave in, you know, and somebody trying to come and ask you about it. Oh, your hair was so short the other day, how, how in the world could you? Don't touch my hair. It's an expression that I feel like, you know, everyone doesn't understand, but I think it's because we have a lot of, uh, we're culturally connected to our hair, and I think a lot of people aren't that way. We can do the most with our hair, so it, you know, it brings a lot of different things that a lot of people don't understand. Then, to move on to, through the album, you know, you have songs such as, you know, songs that speak about pride and speak about, you know, speak about pride more than anything. And that's For Us, By Us, with the Dream and BJ Chicago Kid as features. Um, I think, and then you have, you know, the interlude of, you know, I got so much magic coming into, but let's, let's talk about FUBU. FUBU, For Us, By Us, if you don't know, because you were living under that rock yet again, what FUBU is, and hopefully you're not, hopefully you're aware of what FUBU is and how it's important for the culture and how it has impacted the culture. Um, Damon John actually is the founder, one of the founders of the FUBU clothing line, which was very popular within the early 90s and throughout, kind of, you know, into the you know early 2000s, which was, you know, a line that was black owned and really pushed the for us, by us, motto with not only within his name but also within his branding and it's something that was very 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 pivotal for just you know for black people to see you know black owned things and for us to support those things so that was during the days of wearing you know you know the boot cut jeans and you know big clothes and big jerseys and you know flashy jewelry and you know it was just a way to do those things and rappers supported it kids definitely wear it I had some, you know, some of the Fat Albert tees and the little Fat Albert line of stuff they had, you know, essentially had Fat Albert with like do-rags and, you know, stuff like that going on. It was real smooth, you know. Imagine like a Lot 29, but for black folks, what Lot 29, a lot of black people wear, but anywho. But pride, it showed, I think, you know, one thing in today's day we need to start doing, we need to start having a very unapologetic level of pride, like a very high level of just pride within ourselves, within who we are, within what we do. We have to be that way. We have to be that way. And I think, you know, we're at a place now where if we're not, then we're going to allow, we're going to be in a vulnerable place where people could control us, people control our message, control our story, control who we are. And that isn't a place we should ever, ever be. And so, as Salon said, all my niggas in the whole wide world, all my niggas in the whole wide world made this song to make it all y'all's turn for us. This shit is for us. And I say, when you create art, and even when I make this podcast, I don't, I, I know, I understand my audience is going to be a very mixed group of people. I have a lot of different, you know, different lot of people who listen to, a lot of different people who listen to this, so... I don't ever, as I always say, you know, with my tagline, you know, this is Selfly Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans, and I feel that you can relate to these things. Get your pieces, understand, learn something while you're here, and 
but to be prideful in yourself and your identity and your culture is nothing that is a slide to you. It's nothing that you should be offended by. And if you are offended by it, you can turn this off. Or you can tell me why. We can get that dialogue going. I'll try to get you I'll try to help you get to a place to where you feel a little bit more comfortable to keep on listening to this to this young podcast that you love to listen to oh so much. But some shit is just for us. Like some shows, some movies, some albums, some music, you know, some works of art, you're not gonna understand. Some language, you're not gonna understand. And that's just the way it is. It's not a trying to be you know, exclusive. It's not trying to keep you out of the box. It's literally, some things are just for us and you can understand the, the meaning maybe. You can understand the purpose possibly, but being able to truly relate and have some, you know, connection to, you will never have. And that is fine because I'm I'm like that about a lot of things in this world. I'm like that about a lot of things that are seen as quote unquote very, you know, a part of the white culture that I would never understand, you know? And it is what it is. It's cool. I true I don't I just I, I exchange in the I go into exchange into the culture, drop a little, you know, a little bit of me, make it me, make it fit what I do and get the hell out because I know what I like, I know the type of things I enjoy, so it is what it is. And especially when you're talking about music, you know, I, I just really don't understand how people can listen to dubstep and house music all day, but preference is preference. It is what it is, but to each his own. And self-sufficiency is another thing that I feel like, you know, she spoke on a lot um, within, you know, within the her talking, you know, the interludes that occurred with Master P, it was kind of, you know, him talking about how he did this on his own. And I think that was a tone that was very well needed because Master P is known to be a very self-sufficient, very well-known person who did it on his own, who did all of this on his own, who made this, made built this business from the ground up, you know, and became one of the biggest things in the world and still is a very major force within just the, the business world in general, not even just within music, but he surpassed that point. So the proof is in the pudding, and the proof is that we need to become more self-sufficient as a community. You need to work amongst each other, combine talents, put the things that you do right and not do right into the same place. And I think for her to put that into an album and still make it sound so beautiful, still make it make it interweave and be so relevant to what, what is needed and what's talked about is powerful as hell. And let's think about the timing. This came out in September, you know, two months before the election. So this, if anything, gave us a little bit, you know, this came right on time before we, you know, got the results of, you know, uh, Orange Julius being, you know, at the head office. It, it is what it is, but I'm glad that we got this because it, it, I think it galvanized us to know that this is a, we're about to come into a time that is going to be very, very, you know, where white supremacy is going to be at the helm of, you know, of ideals. And there's definitely going to be a lot of talk about race, so we need to get our minds right. We need to have our, our you know, our ducks in line, our ducks in order to make moves and to make moves in a unified fashion because we only really got time to sit here and, you know, forever fight over each other. We need to really start unifying and seeing the world as a, we're moving forward in the world together and not just parts of us moving forward. And we really, really, truly need that. And like, it's so many, you know, so many things within this album that's just so, so amazing. But I believe, you know, 
what we have to continue to do is continue to just rise. I'm glad that she started with rise. And and uh, you know, I kind of you know conclude with this the, the fact that she started with rise, the first song, I think it was something to set the pace. It was something to let you know that, you know, get up, get up off your feet. And just read, just read the lyrics, like truly listen to what she was saying, you know? Fall in your ways so you can crumble. Fall in your ways so you can sleep at night. Fall in your ways so you can wake up and rise. Which I feel like it means so many different things. You know, fall is such an interesting word, but you know. But I feel that, you know, for me, I, take, I took it as, you know, you... You keep falling to essentially so you can continue to grow and rise up, you know? Fall in your ways, you know, fall in your own way, do this thing, make the choices that you think you should be making. And when you aren't successful, when you fail, get up. Get up. When you are life, you feel like your life is in shambles, get up. Fall until you at least, you know, you can rest because you tried. And then wake up and do it all over again rise and if you fall again start it all over you're gonna be fine that's all but this is a beautiful album i love solange i feel like if she doesn't come out with anything else i'm gonna be fine because this is gonna feed me for the rest of my life i will definitely continue to replay it and revisit it forever because it's that damn good and i hope you guys enjoy this piece of work as much as i did an honorable mention to the Wake of My Love album that came out last year as well, specifically the Red Bone track. Childish Gambino came and, you know, dropped us something that was real interesting, something that was different than anything he's ever done. It was a very funkified album, and I think, you know, it's interesting how we, you know, you know, really cling to that Red Bone sound. Um, it being very, you know, old, very old and authentic, but also still very modern, still very now, still fit, it fits, it fits with what we needed still. And I think, you know, just the, the steady mantra of, you know, stay woke, I think is something that we all needed. And need to watch after the, the negative energy, watch after the people who are gonna be after you, watch after the things that you're gonna do because you need to continue to move forward and progress within yourself. It's really, really what you have to do. But a little housekeeping. Um, plan to, you know, I'm planning a very interesting four-part um, series of episodes called the Be the Be Better episodes, which are gonna be male-centered. So look out for that when I start. I'm gonna start doing promotions for that very soon. One thing I want to continue, you know, do is to always, you know, let you let it be known that my platform is a an open platform for anyone who wants to, you know, come and let's build and curate a really great episode and curate something that people need to hear. Um, I always need, you know, guests. I always need, want to talk to people. Let's come together and let's schedule something. Let's get it right. Let's record. I can record from anywhere. Don't you worry. I got the technologies to do whatever. No matter where you are, no matter what time zone, I've done it all. Let's go. We can get it done. Phone, laptop, iPad, I don't care. We can get it done. Understand? But um, 
If you don't know now, you know. You can listen to Simply King Podcast everywhere podcasts are available. From SoundCloud to the Google Play Store to, to iTunes to TuneIn Radio to Stitcher. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm trying to, I know I keep saying I'm trying to get on Spotify. And Spotify is kind of odd. It's kind of weird. So I'm still trying to figure out their process. If anyone who's listening knows how to, how to do those things, definitely reach out to me. Um, so I can get on there too, because um, I know a lot of you guys use Spotify, so and you're paying for that. So go ahead and subscribe to my stuff too. You know while you're on there. But um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm also opening up the Axe King um, segment of the show. Email me if you have a question. If you have any type of, you know, you want my advice on something, you know, email me. It'll be all anonymous. And I definitely, you know, for if. If you would like it to be read on the show, if you like it just to be a conversation between us, let it be known. You can just put that in the subject. Just put anonymous and share or not or don't share within the subject line, and we can still talk. I'm not going to not talk to you and not answer your question, not get that dialogue going and give you my opinion about whatever it is um, because I can't put it on the show because that's not what I'm about. Um, if you enjoy my opinion, you want my feedback or my just, you know, whatever my perspective would be on whatever situation you're in, let me know. Hit me up. Ask King. You can email me at lifeasking1 at gmail.com or you can subscribe. You can go and follow me on all my social media, kings underscore memoirs, and ask me any question. You can slide in my DMs and let me know what's what's what and I'll get back with you. I'm pretty, pretty quick at getting back at people, so let me know. I'm here. I'm here. This is... You've just listened to the Soulfully Conscious Podcast from Humans Simply Being Humans. Thank you for listening. I love y'all. This is Rodney Perry, and this is Simply King. Si el ritmo te lleva a mover la cabeza y empezamos como es. Mi música no discrimina a nadie, así que vamos a romper. Lo mío todo se mueve. La fiesta la llevo en mis genes. Yo soy la reina de los nenes. Mi gente no se detiene ya, aquí nadie se quiere. Los lunes a walking, boys are they talking, right as that booty sway.